Welcome to Probing Gaia, where Steve and Joey are bending over, opening their third eye, and allowing the light of the Gaia Network's consciousness-based content to fill them completely, changing them from the inside out and flowing into you. Today, we're probing into George Norrie's Beyond Belief episode, featuring Billy Carson talking about Thoth and the Anunnaki and mustard and burps. No excuse. Ketchup. Yeah. Yes. This is an unapologetic burp sound. <laughs> oh, we're going to. Oh, I was going to fade out nicely, but I didn't. <laughs> Just went there. That's fine. Uh, let me do that one. Okay, that's back to normal. Uh, yeah, yeah yum, welcome. Yum. Welcome to a classic Monday night record here uh, at uh, at Old Eight Two Seven. Oh, that's that's my. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, there'll be another dress coming soon for yes. uh, uh, Steve's benefit there. But um, coordinates, yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to to probing Gaia, our pivoted show from probing ancient aliens because that show became uh, a holographic universe True. in and of itself, uh, reflecting only itself. You can take you can take a little piece of that of of, of ancient aliens but still see all of ancient aliens in any little piece. It's a fractal show. And based on the show, we know holograms are only on superhero cards. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> she was like, on your favorite superhero cards, I'm like, I do remember those, but I'm pretty sure they were in some other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> like it was showing a credit card, which is the much more right. common hologram that people would see every day. And right. Like do. Visa, MasterCard. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Wait, uh, I got one in front of me. Let me see. Oh, now they're putting like, those chips, uh, they're putting chips in the cards, and they're going to put a, put a chip into you. Yeah, it's just like foil stamp, right? And there's, there's no, the chip, but there's no like, like yeah, hologram. The little bird, right? That was yeah. One of the bird Mastercard had its two little circle links. That's kind right. Of thing. It's endlessly fascinated by yes. holograms. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, we are streaming live, just like we do almost every Monday night. Record here at Twitch.tv/slash Probing Ancient Aliens. You can chat with us. During the recording of the show, and uh, you can ask your questions, make comments, be funny, hang out with your with your little prolapsed or not friends here. Uh, if you want to support the show, uh, at Pat- go over to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens for two exclusive podcasts every month for only the $5 tier or higher. The $5 tier is the best value tier. It's not what it's called, but it is the best value not tier. Not a Tompy tier, a value <laughs> tier. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, patreon.com every uh, slash probing ancient aliens every month we do probing deeper uh which is where we probe into a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects related to the things that we like and the things that you like uh and then we do uh, adventurous ghosts our ghost adventures podcast where we are going through every episode of the travel channels uh ulti ulta hunky and ulta popular uh ghost adventure show with zach bagans and his uh not really ever rotating it only happens like once but his rotating crew uh, of uh, really dumb guys that are with him. So, um, but uh, we are currently in season five of that show. Uh, we just posted recently the what is it? The Kentucky Slave House episode, I believe. Yeah, pretty problematic. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but there is uh, good evening, Bo Bandy here in the Twitch chat. But uh, there really is know. a full. I don't know, re- kind of parody remake from Zach and his crew in that episode of the beginning of the third act of Ghostbusters, the movie, the original oh, movie, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, and where they are um, about to head up 
to Dana Barrett's uh, haunted apartment building to to face Gozer the Gozerian uh, as well. To defeat the bad guys. Yes. <laughs> which is how they then replicate the scene to go yes. to a house yes. where there were arguably some bad guys. If you're saying they're slave masters, but also slaves. Arguably. Yeah. In the house, too. So, yes, <laughs> yes only arguably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was a, in this episode of Probing Gaia, there was a point where towards the end, Billy Carson goes, well, Hitler also. And I was like, oh, oh God, gosh. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. It was fine. It ended up being fine. But I was just like, oh, boy. <laughs> it was well, almost, weird. It was the tone of voice of he he had some good ideas. He did not right, say that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but they were like, well, could you imagine what would happen if he was good? <laughs> You really had to force that good in there, huh? Oh, that's right. Um, because George, yeah, George did the problematic statement. Also, Billy was yeah, just yeah. saying he was obsessed with ancient technology, which is just a right, fact. Right. But yeah, odd that Billy Carson's talking about Hitler and that um, William Henry's talking about uh, Martin Luther King yes. uh, in each yeah. of their, yeah. you know, yeah, Will I am. Will I am. You should really yeah. listen to what uh, you got to uh, step to Martin it there, King, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Ever heard of him? <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like fighting it and he's like, Boy, I was like, "Oh God, William! <laughs> oh God, Billy boy!" Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, welcome, Space Jace three thousand uh, to the chat. But um, uh, anyway, that's Patreon. Uh, if you want to support uh, Stephen here, just like you see on our twitchtv aliens splash screen, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com. Make sure and spell out company all the words. For Probing Ancient Aliens merchandise, disc golf disc and disc golf apparel, now with a physical location inside Cape and Cow Collectibles at 9525 Garfield, like the cat, Avenue, Suite C2, Fountain Valley, California, 92708. He just got some of those um, uh, uh, dynamic discs. Um, what do they call them? Special Halo plastics, but they're uh, not Halo. Orbit. Orbit plastic. Ricky, uh, yeah, Supreme yes. Orbit. That, Supreme. That Ricky guy, Supreme Orbits. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, Black Hole Company, C-O-M-P-A-N-Y, not C-U-M-P-E-N-N-E. Yes. <laughs> or N-N-Y. Yes. But a, like, seasonally, Steve does have cum pennies for sale. Um, exactly. Like he doesn't... He doesn't I'm a real Un- unlike- mogul, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> unlike the um, current trend of knowing where your food is sourced that's happening in food, in the sexual object realm, it's more fun. It's more thrilling, usually, for the customer to not know where the companies are sourced. Exactly. They could yeah. be from cele- They could be from Michael Jackson from right. a long time ago. They could be from... Rehydrated. An unhoused man that you saw yesterday or right. a long time ago. Right. <laughs> Or from you, but, uh, <laughs> or someone from the baseball field. Yes, but but at least the ver- the good thing is that the time the the time from farm to table, from source, from tip, <laughs> from tip to till, right. <laughs> over at Cape and Cow Collectibles, um, the the semen will be dead and will not be able to get anyone pregnant. So Correct. it will be pretty much semen in form only, yeah. but not functioning. Minimal sustenance. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure if the protein also dies if the cell itself dies. I guess right. it would have to rot. I don't know. But I wonder if can I, have we ever had this uh, conversation? Does semen can semen spoil? <laughs> I'm assuming yes. I would assume it could ferment even. To, I mean, God, right, that right, could right, be, right. That's what the Mongols drank <laughs> back in the Khan days. But uh, 
the Mongols were a, a homosexual gang that um, well, that is a real very biker gang. In the so. 70s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not offending uh, them. Oh, we're not offending them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobandi in the chat says, "My daughter's car payment goes to Fountain Valley." If I send it to the store, can Steve drop it off for me? Yeah, save sure. It. Why not? Well, yeah. I yeah. guess not. Save the postage, it. just mail it to me, and then yeah. drop it off over there. Yeah. yeah. Car. Um, I wonder what's in Fountain Valley there. Yeah. Oh, Fountain Valley's full. It's it's home of right. bill processing centers. Is exactly twenty twenty four city motto. It's going right, to be in right. all the signs. Well, so. it's William Processing. He's a nice right. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> formal name. Uh, we have a little segment here called reaching for the stars where we ask you little prolapsed out there to give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcatcher of choice, Apple podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon music still doesn't do it. Google podcasts insanely still doesn't do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, go on your favorite podcast service choice. Give us a five-star rating. It really helps us get found in searches and algorithms in charts in little suggestion emails that those things send out to you. Right. And, um, uh, and uh, give us a review, a good review. Well, it doesn't have to be a good review. Just give us that five-star rating. Say what you want in the comments of that five-star rating, mm-hmm. and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out, just like... Oh, boy. Should have oh, yeah, shit. Sure. Here we go. Just yeah. like... Um, slap you like Penny from Good Times via Apple Podcasts United States, uh, who wrote, for the one-star reviews and their daughters, five stars... Uh, parentheses insert burp here on parentheses excuse me <laughs> and that's it so thank you for your support uh of course he's referencing he or she is referencing last week's one star the, the unique one star review that we've ever read on the show right um which i will not read it again you'll have to go back to last week and hear yes. it but um or go to our reviews on apple Podcasts. but um yeah. uh thank you for your support uh slap you like penny from good times good spelled g-u-d of course Good times. Um, a little news today. Uh, it's kind of non-news. It's pre- it's proto news, but the the paranormal television world is a buzz with drama having to do with possibly, possibly. This is what it seems to be. Possibly, Zach Bagans getting some sort of. I think self-inflicted character assassination slash maybe a canceling situation. Oh, wow um self-inflicted so, uh so i mean technically they're all self-inflicted you know it's like yeah, well, but, uh, yeah. jerked himself off and nobody you know told him to jerk off to <laughs> in front of female comedians but um so dakota layton is someone that steve you will pro- are probably not familiar but you will be as we continue to cover ghost adventures there's one season it's it's well into the i feel like it's 2016 17 or something well into the bill telly and jay wasley and you know post nick groff season um, who Nick Groff has been a part of this conversation on paranormal Twitter, but uh, mm. Dakota Layton won a contest um, to, it was like for high school. I think it was for anyone, but it might've been targeted for high schoolers right. to uh, for aspiring ghost hunters slash like cameramen, like to be able to come on an event to come on an investigation right. with the ghost adventures crew for an episode or two and help film it and do paranormal experiments. Right. So, he was on, seemed like a cool kid. And then they had him back for like a whole season after that. Mm-hmm. Um, then Zach helped him produce his own show, which I think is two or three seasons deep now, or maybe four, maybe more, um, called Destination Fear. And 
he kind of is like a mini Zach Bagans, like a handsome kid, but with kind of the attitude of Aaron Goodwin, like a kind of a more of a doofy attitude. So seems like a much nicer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that show that shows okay. I remember Sarah and I watched the first couple episodes, and we we've always wanted to go back to see if it you know got the first first season kind yeah, of jitters out of yeah, it, you know. Yeah. But um, but uh, so everyone assumed that over the years Zach had still been like mentoring him or was friendly with him or whatever. Apparently that's not the case. Um, and there's been some drama where this is not the only drama. This is just the drama that Dakota Layton has been hinting at for like a week now. And he basically last night on his Twitter said, uh, Hey, anyone that has any questions for me on this Twitter in like the next four hours, I'm going to film a video and uh, yeah, yeah. Like I am going to film a video and do and ask me anything. Right. And I will answer all of them truthfully. And so, um, so lots of people were like, what's the, like everyone keeps hinting at it. Cause like Greg Newkirk has been posting for days, like memes and shit where it's like, it's some famous scene in a movie, but it's like, um, when you're at the top of the paranormal world, uh, at the travel channel and you're looking outside to see the masses building a guillotine for you, like, or something like shit like that. And so, and, but he says like, it's not my story to tell, but it centers around Dakota Layton and the crew because Destination Fear got canceled. And apparently the drama is that something happened between them two or Dakota is like, th- was threatening to say something like negative about Zach. So that Zach may be canceled. He then went on and say, I am not saying that Zach got irritated or pissed off at me and canceled the show and asked Travel Channel to cancel the show or told them to. Mm-hmm. but he's like have we been friends or on good terms the last couple years no we have not like kind of thing so it'll be interesting to see how all the drama unfolds over well, the next yeah because it's like is that just an excuse of he has a shitty show gets canceled and pins it to mm-hmm. zach right it could or be is there Except- and even if it's even if it's that zach hates them yeah and he got canceled deal like i don't know that's a deal with it kind of situation to me like again if he did something offensive or abused him or whatever that's a different story but if just like i hate that guy i mean how many jobs do people get or not get because they know someone or like someone or whatever i don't think you know being canceled is because and again i doubt zach even has a say but they're probably like would you support his show And he's like no and they're like okay right (laughs) and like so you might be right but it sounds like from what other parties are saying that also have shows at the travel channel. This is above anything actually just to do with them too. Mm -hmm. It seems to be more that Dakota, because he's worked with Zach and also like, it's like Greg Newkirk, John E.L. Tenney, uh, the kindred spirits people. Like there's kind of these like crews of paranormal people that are kind of anti the Zach Bagans world of paranormal. Everything's a demon, whatever. Yeah. Um, and there, there's been buzz about a lot of shit, but they can't legally like come out and slander him without proof. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it sounds like it's more, it's it's bigger than that. And then some people were like, uh, "Well, there was always a rumor that Zach was like a sex addict and mistreated women. Right. Um, that that could also be jealous dudes, you know, too right, or whatever." Right. But there were a lot of people that were commenting and saying like, "I stopped watching Ghost Adventures a couple years ago um, when I met Zach at his booth at some." paranormal convention and he literally like laughed at me when i asked for a signing and he's like then some attractive young women came up and he literally like like talked to the hand in me like pushed me aside not pushed him but like you know yeah yeah, yeah. like there's a lot of little things like that which i'm like i could totally see zach do it i mean we (laughs) we have one of his employees says we're not allowed to have water 
um, at our, our job models, because he's yeah. a germaphobe, you know, right. that's a germaphobe. So, um, and we don't get breaks for until three hours at a time or something like that. But anyway, right. I mean, there's uh, plenty of things to say. He's just a dick, but if you didn't yeah. see that up front or glean it, then that's just weird. I never show <laughs> it up front. I always uh, show it from far away. But again, if he's just a weirdo, it, it could be matrixing yeah, <laughs> by the human long. brain. <laughs> uh, it's transparent. Yeah. Um, that's a new TV show, Transparent. Which is already, <laughs> with, was already a TV show. Yeah. Oh, was it called that? It was called Transparent. Oh, and it Jesus, was never mind. Dad. It was with I'm my like, dad. As I said it, okay. Yeah. It was a big like Amazon. It was one of Amazon Prime's early original content, mm. and it was um, the guy that plays the father on, from Arrested Development. Oh right, right, right. Was right. playing a transitioning before dad. he got canceled. It, it, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, anyway, it'll be interesting to see if if what the drama is and how it unfolds. Right. Um, to me, no. if if you got your show canceled, you got your show canceled. Like it's not whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's people grasping because they want him to get can- like him to get canceled right. so bad. Um, that's like again, who cares? Yeah, it's it know. sounds like either way, it's interesting just because it's clearly based on uh, tribalism within the paranormal television community, which right, is right, right, which will which, be interesting to see. Again, oddly enough, most of the people watching his show probably have zero idea who the new Kirks are in all exactly that stuff, yeah. right? So oh they're yeah, like, yeah. cool. I mean, this the, this tribe built up, but yeah. It's not going to really affect enough. Um, yeah, we'll see if it's just a twi- like a Twitter thing where you know Twitter is not real life kind of thing where you right, know, right. just because it's huge on Twitter, there's only one in ex- a niche group within. There's only like a hundred thousand truly active users on Twitter, and that doesn't represent the entire country right. world. Well, because it's like yeah. imagine that lady's like, give, give Giorgio a kiss for me. Like yeah. she probably has zero idea who um, Billy Carson is. Right. Exactly. But in yeah. the world, there's a if. But if you know Billy Carson, you know Giorgio, and you probably you might hate Giorgio, but the bulk of the people will have zero idea who yeah. he is. His hair is whack. Right. Don't. <laughs> he did not manifest that. It's not real. He goes to Trump's hair people. And <laughs> I saw. It. And also, that's what support because because Billy Carson was a Trumper. Um, yes. QAnon man. So. Yes. Oh yeah. The the dark manifest brothers, that. as he calls them. Right. <laughs> also, welcome noisy T ninety to the chat. Uh, noisy T90 came in a while ago and I forgot to say hello. So there we welcome. Go. Um, we have everybody's favorite, especially the one star reviewer's favorite segment where uh, Bo Bandy gets to ask, how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? How you doing, Steve? Doing okay. Um, yeah, this segment was is a... only one and one. Exactly. It's not how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? How you doing, Steve? There's only two. Right, of us right, right. Joe, right. But, it's a double yeah. down. Uh, which the double down's coming back, apparently, for a test Oh, yeah, run. I saw that. Uh, which <laughs> I, I think I got that. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I think you like that. Because I sent it to, like, Sterling and Rob. And they're like, yeah, it was okay. I'm like, I think Joey enjoyed it. I'm like, I think I had it once. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. But um, I got it, like, I think over the couple months it was out, I got it, like, four or five times, which was... Okay. Four or five times more than I'd been to KFC in like right. twenty years. So yeah, those famous bowls I used to put down every now and then. But uh, those that were was like also mashed potatoes. Horrible. It was just everything chicken, in one bowl. Corn, yeah, it was yeah, mashed gravy. potatoes, corn gravy, chicken, all yes. of it, all in a hearty bowl. Um, but yeah, doing okay. Friday kind of just kept it chill. Uh, nothing too wild. Saturday we had the big record which took a little longer than i thought (laughs) because um there were several times i thought he was good on the why did you just blink ryan 
Ryan, I'm just, yes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I want to say something else for something. Um, we recorded the new uh, podcast theme bass track layer. Uh, so our first time getting into the musical instrument yeah. recording part of GarageBand. Um, but no, I, it was fun. It was just like, there was a couple times where it was like recording. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, wait, we need to delete and re-record it again. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that um, it, went, it, went, it went far shorter than I thought it was going to go. Not mm-hmm. because of any one thing, but just because we'd never done this. And so it was like, I, yeah. I expected like, garage band to be weird or mm-hmm. for us to not figure out how to do xyz or one of yeah, our yeah. pieces of gear to not work or whatever so no like i said i think it went well like, yeah. yeah for for what we did uh it went about as smooth that, that's what i'm saying the only thing that i was like um that was the hiccups was just re-recording things because just timing was off mm-hmm. um but again he has the perfectionist ear so um but no He's it was fun doing that, yes. uh, messing around I don't have that song in my head anymore, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was fun. Enjoyed some of uh, your leftover pizza, which was delicious. Thank you. Um, that, yeah, that, what was it? Chicken, bacon. Yes, it was chicken, uh, bacon, gorgonzola, gorgonzola uh, caramelized yeah. onions, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. garlic, o- garlic infused oil that I made delicious. myself. So. Uh, and the cheese was, I, I'm, I'm a big boar's head guy uh, for, for a lot of things in the deli, but um finding this new deli in Tustin Claro's they got they got in uh, India? they got a low moisture what's that it was in India the new deli yes exactly yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bangladesh Italian deli oh, and non is new deli a country why am i blanking uh, or is it a city well, deli <laughs> no, deli, yeah, deli is a city but no i think new deli oh god i thought I new deli is a country or a city now i'm i yeah. think so yeah uh, um because I know Delhi's still around, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it was the it was a different brand of low moisture mozzarella uh, called Arezzo imported. It was very it's it's a, it's just got a little little bit creamier taste than uh, it's Borsa. the capital of cool. India. There we go, it's New Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess people just call it Delhi then a lot of the time, maybe, or maybe yeah. there's both, and I don't mm-hmm. know. But. Okay, I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it's with an H. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was uh, uh, that's the Angry Bird from uh, Rip Pizzeria ripoff recipe. So right, right, right. Yes. Uh, and then Sunday, yeah, had a nice relaxing little morning, and then my wife had lunch with her friend, so I snuck out for a little afternoon disc golf session over at La Mirada. Nice. Um, I guess it rained, but we did not feel any of it out there because then it actually rained pretty good that night too. It rained in the morning, yeah, and then at night, so it was like a true that, drizzle, like nothing. No too crazy yeah. right right well at night it full on rained here to where it was like oh you could hear it pretty good hmm. um but yeah the course was like dead so i think that little bit of oh, rain nice. and cold just scared everyone off so there nice. was probably like two or three other groups total on both courses oh wow the nice. whole time like there were times we were just like totally totally by ourselves <laughs> um but no it was kind of crazy so we went to the fun corner just, by Hole four, lakeside. Exactly. <laughs> Get that deep, long one. There's a few um, large holes in the fences yeah. between the house and I'm the course. Dry hole. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it was fun just playing again, trying uh, to work in some of them new MVP discs, right. uh, getting that glitch down. Nice. Uh, the one speed seven glide. So I was able to oh, wow. uh, through that it is like crazy. <laughs> one speed seven glide, then zero zero, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, I threw it like 200 feet. So I was pretty happy with that because nice. it just like floats and just slowly goes and turns. So. UAP. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh and yeah today i had to drive in the office start a a new employee oh, so i went right. in there super early and then i was able to get out pretty early as well mm-hmm. i'm just working and whatnot and then this week uh i don't know nothing too crazy so. you didn't uh you didn't play um uh whatever Okra. Oahana on a park or whatever it's called over there because <laughs> you well, know the park one's... has a weird name even oh, though it's oak grove disc golf course right, but the park right, right. is like hahamonga park or something Some weird weird thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's over by nasa jpl yeah or jpw something like that jpl uh, yeah, jet propulsion yeah. labs labs uh but yeah no because <laughs> i got I, this guy called me the other day oh god from nasa <laughs> he's sending me some documents <laughs> i can't wait to, to see die. what's in them and i'm like yeah. george why the fuck did you even bring that up you idiot like right. like thank great story <laughs> Clearly has not done anything. What do you think's in them, Billy? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, but it's more annoying because I think we've seen him since this record, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, this is like I feel like this was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like he was mentioning this at one of the panels we saw him. Yes. But I would assume he's clearly not released any of it. Yeah, so. I looked it up and could not find anything. Yeah, so yeah, it must yeah. be in his content only that I can't like scrub through quickly. Well, know, I'm sure whatever. he's probably like scared of the government, you know, if there yeah. actually is something he's like, so I can't share this, but I know. And it's now it's going to be the whole, well, I know, but I can verbally say something, but mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I can't uh, let the dark brothers on right. <laughs> onto my little secret. <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> yeah. You mean Dark Brotherhood? No, no, no. That's Skyrim. Okay. <laughs> that's a league of assassins in Skyrim. I'm talking about, yeah. Uh, well, I shouldn't say who they are. Yeah, these other foes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how are you doing, Joel? Oh, yeah, you um, your big thing, huh? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, which was at, was actually really good. But, uh, yeah, Friday um, had uh, some little pizza night as usual. Watched uh, watch Mandalorian first episode. and which, uh, yeah, we watched that as well. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> Sir Dubbingsley says, Stephen. Do you have that mic pointing the right way? Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't pick up a voice, right? Right. It's or is it like you, twisting. Well, when I'm back here, back here, back here, back here, back here. Ooh, gotta get animated gifts of that. <laughs> there's different ways. You see, you can. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not gonna touch it. I don't want to break it. Right. Anyways. better when. Oh yes, better what? Huh? Oh, right, better yes. Okay. Polar pattern. He said. Right. Correct. I mean, you can hear me, right? That's yeah. Okay. Picks up polar bears. Yeah, uh, and polar bears only. Uh, yeah, we watched the first episode of Mandalorian, which is crazy that 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 show I think has not been on for two fucking years or something like that, or like eighteen, oh, like yeah, a very long all the time. Other kind of in betweeners hold them off. He was on my show yeah, at right. one time, and it was weird. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was. It was weird. It felt like, a, I'm not going to spoil anything, I guess, but it like, 
it's also kind of a new fresh start. Like there is this, it is continuing the story, but like, well, it's, yeah, it's kind of like a big arc happened. Yeah. So now we're starting a new, yes. like, like in the Marvel universe, right? Exactly. Where you had yeah. Lead phase, up to phase, end, whatever, right. And war now or end game, whatever the hell. Now we're on <laughs> uh, to the Have next. a good night. Bobandy. Bobandy says, boys, I have to go. Please destroy Same. Billy. Um, but, uh, it was kind of like a like an all exposition episode. Like, hey, here's how things are now, and here's right. here's the new thing, which is still kind of the old thing, but whatever. So, um, and remember, was, he I mean, kind of screwed up, so he's got to go do something else now. Yeah, he's he's an apostate because he took his mask off, which is kind of how the last you know spoiler two ended. alert. It's fine. <laughs> uh, that was you've had three years to watch it now, but um, uh, and um, yeah, and now he's on a journey to to not be an apostate anymore. So um, lots of, t- they really upped the ante on cute uh, Grogu stuff. Uh, right, right, right. Oh yeah. And, They're uh, merching it up. Yes. But uh, lots of little antics that uh, Grogu was doing the whole time, but uh, it's cute. Uh, and then um, still playing Hogleg after that Hogwarts legacy. We're getting towards ish the end of like the main quest line, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's been super fun still way too many repetitive collectibles to get feels kind of right. like a like a to level up ps2 kind of like era game yeah. in that sense but uh <laughs> um and then yes yeah, saturday did our recording session which was really cool i was uh super happy with how it came out i'd also never heard ryan play before uh because he's i mean i know i knew he was legit uh because he is his profession is like a private violin teacher um but uh Sound like he hadn't all, recorded much himself. No, it's all just been right, live yeah, performancing yeah. and thing, things like that. He was actually asked to be um, the staff violin teacher at UCI mm. like last year or something like that. And then he was like, uh, he fa- <laughs> we were laughing because he like never thought of my simple suggestion. Like he, he didn't know that you could like negotiate like your employment contract and like, okay, well right. I, you know, I would do this job if I could have these couple things or whatever. Yeah. Um, he was like, yeah, the schedule was really weird. They said I would only have like, like two classes at these times or whatever. And I was like, um, cause he's like, oh, they have this, this other, like a, like a, uh, student violin teacher that's been doing it. I was like, well, you could have just asked them for either more or less, whatever hours you wanted. At least he's like, oh yeah, I didn't even try that. <laughs> you know, but, um, well, it's also but just anyway. a good, well, whatever. Yeah. My point was just that he's he's really good. Um but uh um but yeah, we layered some tracks down. We still just are going to do a add a little um kind of ambient track in the front of the song, but um we could do that like uh that dumb band the Postal Service that I'm not a fan of, but they're apparently they're called the Postal Service because they recorded the one album that they made mm. uh and they lived many states apart. So they would just like email or mail or files their their stuff. files or discs back to each other to to like cut the album. So, um, but uh, and then yeah, like immediately after that was a busy day. Um, was a wine like a wine hosted dinner, uh, where the vintner, the owner of a winery from Paso Robles, um, came down and old Gaylor and my mom met her up there and went to their to her winery. And it's called Pelletier Winery. And she brought, I think, six or seven wines to try. Gaylor mm. had already bought a bunch of the same wines. Um, did she and then, charge you for the wines you were tasting? Or how did that work? I think it was a, I think 
or if no, you bought enough bottles because from then her, her they... she because then obviously the whole point is like a tupperware party where it's like hey and if you want to yeah. order bottles for me or and or join the club right. then you get all this stuff so um the wine was really really good um uh, and all uh, reds or others too no it was it was a, a viognier was the start it was a white it's a white wine i'm not even a big white wine guy but uh i realized that i'm just not a temecula white wine guy because it's all well, kind of shitty gross. yeah my mom's not a temecula wine person <laughs> a lot of people are in, yeah. in uh, ballin as well yes but yeah. exactly <laughs> um but uh uh, they're all really good. It was it was a fucking Viognier, a Sangiovese. It was a, a Nebbiola, Nebbiolo, which is the most noble grape in Italy because it's so uh, insanely hard to grow well. It's like very mm. delicate and stuff. But anyway, uh, but yeah, we actually ordered a chunk of bottles. She couldn't like sell them there because that's illegal. Oh, but okay. We can order them and she'll ship them. So oh, okay. um, bought some bottles. And then, yeah, I, I had made um, I made like Laura was making half of the dinner. We wanted to make a dinner that we could basically just kind of have it be all prepped and then, you know, serve the salad, uh, serve the bread and then have something baked. So we pre-made baked ziti. So it was my sauce. I had 15 of the Claro's uh, garlic sausages in there, which were fucking really good. Uh, The sauce came out so good. And then it probably was the best ziti I've ever had because like Laura found this like New York Times recipe or something. Mm. So it's like really light. It's not a bunch of like gloppy wet ricotta in there because sometimes ziti can just be kind of a big schlock pile, yeah. you know. So came out really good. Um, and and overall, it was it was uh, a super nice time. So, um, but uh, I wouldn't want to do that specifically all the time. But it was a right. It was a fun little a thing fun to host here in the house. Yeah. Um, and uh, Gail was very. Uh, uh, I guess on like she was very much like. Not like trying to impress her like a douchebag, right. like like because she stayed for dinner Tailsy. and everything. Yeah, yeah. And she's oh, Italian from Chicago. Burp and barf out. Oh, she was. Oh, she was doing it the whole time. We were stomach. literally the the wine lady that that runs Pelletier. Super nice. She stayed for dinner. Uh, she cleaned her plate. So and she's an Italian. So she she must have liked it. But um, uh, she was very complimentary. But she actually did it. But uh, she was. Uh, we were all at the outside table with the heaters going. Me and my wife and Gail. And, uh, I think thick Nick was out there and his mom and, uh, Gail was, Gail was in her old salesman mode. She used to be a salesman for trucking right, companies right. and things like that. So, oh, I drive up uh, the one twelve through past Santa Barbara there and get stuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she lived in, um, uh, Santa Maria for a while for one of the, for right, I think right. CF trucking or something. But, um, anyway, uh, it was, it was nice. Uh, and lady had another job the next day, went back up Monday and, uh, I said, "Oh yeah, my friend uh, owns some property up at Lake Nascimento." She's like, "Oh, oh very nice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Is he Alex Trebek, who's dead?" Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his body's right over there. See. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, where is Alex Trebek's body? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Or, or no, no, <laughs> no. That's not right. The answers oh, oh. have to be in the form of a question. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Wait. The questions have to be in the form right. of a question. Right. Where is Hotchback? <laughs> or no, so yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> this body's located in Jerry's right. house. There we go. Who is Alex Trebek? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Sunday before Arma was a couple hours of helping uh, Sarah's parents with the old storage unit, which mm. they're trying to finally get rid of what used to be six storage units that they, that they rented. They're yeah. down to one. 
and they're trying to get down to zero. So and made a lot of progress. Uh, it was good. It was uh, three hours of like breathing in fucking dust and mold and stuff like that. But well, um, you're going to have to Zach Bagans wear a mask now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I have storage container born allergies. <laughs> uh, and then went to Arma, had a good session there. Yeah, that's where it like spit a little rain, but it wasn't a big yeah. deal. And then, um, uh, oh, and then, ooh, you're going to love this. I, we have been, we were craving like good stonery Mexican food, like delicious breakfast yeah. burritos, like yeah. whatever. And for, since we moved here, we we're like, oh, all we got is holy moly. We got this Tio Flacos place. Both are pretty good, but nothing yeah. to write home about. And then I remembered Little Lupe's over there on oh, yeah, Springdale, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which we always love. We love that fucking place because you and Matt introduced me to it. Yeah, because um, that place has the quesadilla burrito with taquitos yeah. inside yes. or something. Stupid. That's a very like weird tea name. guns. Yeah, tea guns. <laughs> yeah, because they got a Lupe's. By sounds my like house a stripper or just... porn star name, like <laughs> Taylor Tea Guns or something. Um, <laughs> I discovered there's one just down the street from me as well, so I haven't gone like, oh, nice. crazy lunch there. But I, nice. I think I've been twice yeah. nice yeah like i've never gotten or, or even i don't think i would get the tea guns unless i was oh, like, I got sharing it the first it, time like... and i ate it by myself oh wow and then i tried it again and couldn't finish it so i don't know what possessed me because the they're time regular burritos are huge like they're really big and yeah. but they're fucking really good like everything tastes fresh like they don't skimp on like the shrimp and like all that stuff yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, head over to like lupe's code or uh, uh promo code uh, Gaia Gaia will get you there. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh man that was yeah. fucking delicious and that uh, was for breakfast or lunch that was for dinner after our oh, dinner, dinner, so dinner, dinner yeah we watched uh um, the last of us which has been the sunday night tradition oh yeah i think we and, gotta uh, watch that one and but then have, have um, you, don't forget about sabrasada too that's right there that's true that place is good i i mean i i'd have to go and compare a little more but i definitely like i really like loop and this they knocked it out of the no, park it's, it's last different too, but, but yeah, yeah. it's like again if it's you tr- want more traditional traditional but greasy kind of exactly, again a, yeah. a tr- uh tree burrito call, breakfast yeah. burrito or the i forget it's over burrito. i also love square they make my favorite kind of taco like the greasy crunchy chicken taco with like the sh- shredded lettuce and cold cheese on top mm, mm-hmm. where it's in that like red sauce chicken yeah yeah um that's yes. delicious shredded marinade like enchilada sauce chicken or yeah, whatever yeah. it is which I think is just like tomato paste, garlic, and onions or something like that. But, it's good, um, whatever it is. But um, yeah, and then uh, today I uh, uh, nothing too crazy during the during the day, but uh, banged out really good workout. Shout out to Instagram account Squat University. That fucking account that's run by this physical therapist guy who always posts um about super common mistakes with working out or lifting heavy and like and then all these really easy things to fucking do to either warm up your muscles properly or make sure that the stability of your shoulder is good because a lot of people's shoulders aren't stable and they think they're weak but it's just that they're unstable and blah 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 so like i did um all legs and core stuff before recording here Mm. and uh so i did um jumps i so i bought uh some hip bands like some of those those gnarly stretch bands and then i bought the more elastic stretch bands like for like your um arms and things like that mm-hmm. but uh, i use the hip bands today at the ankles because he says that is the best way to prevent knee caving which has been my thing where like my knees will cheat a little bit as i like mm-hmm. if i as i'm lifting heavier my knees will go like er, like in the middle yeah, of the yeah, squat yeah. and then flare back out to where they're pointing with the toes and uh fucking felt so good i was like it was like less painful it didn't feel it felt easier even though i was like because you have to naturally grip your toes into the ground properly and let the tripod affect your feet all this bull, all this yeah. bro science shit but i was like 
it actually made the workout like I always have fun with the workout, but it made it like I was like, oh, shit, this feels so much fucking better. I couldn't believe it. Um, I feel like my hips are going to be like sore because, you know, you're like you're keeping the fucking thing out like super tight. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah. um, in football when we would do like the squat bar with the squat rack and everything. Yeah feel like there was something with like a rubber band mm-hmm. some people would do to like keep it taut to make sure you're you're keeping your stuff parallel oh yeah, yeah. well um, yeah sometimes they'll attach a big fucking one of those like uh the handled stretch bands to that to the whole bar too like to add well that stability challenge yeah, yeah, and stuff to too but and, yeah yeah and then there's always the chair that you had to go down and your butt had to touch the chair because yes, then that's yeah, when your yeah. legs were at the 90 degrees and then right. go back up but yeah yeah, I did. Uh, I did um, jump squats as my first. I'm doing five by fives. Um, you know, five sets, five uh, reps. Right. Jump squats with the forty pound kettlebell. I'm doing. Uh, that was the only thing without the hip bands, and then everything else. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, double arm kettlebell swings, ten reps for those because it's easier when you got both arms. Then I did single arm, uh, and uh, after that another five, and then uh, that was. And on, once I went to the the swings. I put on the fucking band and I was like, Ooh, that feels good. And then I did, uh, regular, um, like two sets of like the front squats where the bars here and then two or three back squats on there, uh, with the thing. And I was like, Oh shit, this is my knees are, my knees wouldn't hurt, but they would feel, I, I, I didn't feel like I was pressing the ground away from me the whole, you know what I mean? It was just wobbly. And so, and then I did, um, deadlifts real heavy after that. So, uh, with the thing, all with that, that hip band around my ankles it was really good so yeah um but yeah anyway um uh oh uh sir dubbingsley says i picture gail kind of like gretchen from bob's burgers i think she even says that's how you do it in the cartoon uh, she's a similar not build but personality for sure <laughs> uh, yeah and then uh balls mahoney 6669 what's going on chalkies welcome balls mahoney to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens uh, and then Sir Dubbingsley said, right to your nuts. I'm assuming for the deadlifts. Correct. Um, oh, nice. Balls Mahoney 6669 is uh, the Nick guy that always sends the ridiculous shit on Instagram. So thank mm. you. He's always sending stuff, to, funny uh, clips to the account. I think him, there's either him, there's him and a guy named Paul that yeah. sends stuff on the daily. And one of them is from an account called Aborted Dreams, which is a really mm. funny account. <laughs> but, um, anyway, good, uh, good account uh, there. But uh, yeah, that's how we're doing. I think we can jump into a heroin a heroin yes. episode for me as the note taker. Well, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say I was trying to not take notes, but I couldn't not take notes because yeah, I would have to, just exploded. I think. Yeah, so. the notes will be a good reference point, but I don't think it needs to go word for word because he rambles the right, whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So what Billy Carson does is the classic talks so fast and so much and says enough buzzwords without backing anything up and then talks in circles at times and contradicts himself nonstop. <laughs> and, and George Norrie, like a good interviewer would stop him and say, yes. cause he's like, okay, well the, the fourth dimension has been proven and we can, we can travel there and that's proof. Their scientists have proved that I would yeah. stop and go, okay, stop. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What right. scientist? where are you saying that's proof? Because I haven't heard that anywhere else. But then it'll be like, you know, scientists don't want you to know this, but, you know, we, we believe in the ethereal plane and, and you have souls and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, 
Okay. And then you go, and then you back up something else by saying science and proven. This this is modern modern science. Like you kept saying that over and over. Yeah. I'm like, so what is it? Do you believe, do you believe the scientists or do you not believe them? And and which ones do you believe? And where's your your proof? Because again, it's just the classic dumb guy. Like, well, yeah, this is, this is what the internet said. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, they said that the scientists said, so you didn't ever fact check anything. Yeah. And he's, He's constantly doing the I've done a lot of research flex. He's like, well, yeah, he's he's like, like I've done research I've, I've read yeah. the, the, the best was the most repeated one was, and again, I, I've read thousands of scriptures, thousands of lines, thousands right, of right, tablets, right. thousands of, uh, and I'm like, Thou- really? Thousands? Like, like there's only the so thousands? many, right? Yeah, yeah but exactly. like he, he, like it is weird. There are little kernels of like, I don't know, of, of good advice within yeah. him where he's like, he's saying like, well, read and done something right yeah. so he's picked up enough his, and he's, he's a his wealth of voca- yeah his his wealth of vocabulary and specificity yeah. is very impressive yeah but like you were just saying like that's the kind of salesman like i'm gonna say a lot of really smart things really fast and hope right. you don't notice the shaky parts yeah you know? no it reminds me of don't, like when don't we- try to put a hip band on my uh, arguments and make it stable. Okay, this right, needs to right. be wobbly. No, I depend. That. I depend on it being wobbly. Um, no, it reminds me of like this guy my brother used to work with, and they would purposefully tell him fake, made up thing like internet lingo. It's like fifteen years ago, because he would just steal things, and he could he could speak to someone who doesn't know about the internet mm-hmm. or marketing, and they would buy whatever. But if you knew what he was talking about, you could poke holes in it all day. So they would make up things and then listen for him to then say those things in meetings like oh the (laughs) the the trimiander effect on the internet uh is going to cause your your site speed to go down just something stupid right and then he Mm -hmm. would then say it right so he because they would always be like he's someone and you see this in corporate america sales all the time that again can sound smart enough as long as you don't question anything exactly yes but as soon as you uh, question it they just crumble yes anyone and they'll fight you because they don't want to crumble right exactly <laughs> like if we went to billy carson and started count you know contradicting him or just asking questions he would just ramble until you zoned out and then you yes. moved on to the next point he is definitely uh a dunning kruger syndrome guy where yeah it's like if you ever proved anything wrong about him and i've seen him do this on his his own like instagram account or comments or things like if the more you try to disprove him it only heartens his argument to himself and he keeps so he's not good at something but his failure at being legitimate only fuels more illegitimacy in his own like passion and drive to like be an expert in all this shit you know and because i remember like when we saw him at Contact in the Desert, I think we both were, but I, I was think at least Alien like, Con too, even yeah, in LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the first time we saw him talk on stage, I was like, that's kind of interesting because he was talking about like what it was like to be a black American man in the world right. of the paranormal, new age, aliens, whatever. Yeah. And he was talking about those challenges. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. There's a unique voice like in here, and he has his own style of things and he's like and and again i was like whoa he seems really knowledgeable he was like he was weird like we were kind of still making fun of him as usual because he was like yeah the universe goes the speed of love and this and like whatever but uh we didn't think he was like a shitbag or anything then but uh as as we've seen more and more content over the years yeah um he yeah he just again there's like like he is exhausting this this was like one of the most exhausting hours 
of any content we've had. Like, not that it was, yeah. I was interested because I like, it I'm was only 59 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And I and was it, like, when is this over? Yeah. It, it felt like, um, when we were first recording probing ancient aliens and the first five episodes of ancient aliens are two hour episodes. Right. And I had not, you know, I was, I was taking so many fucking notes that I was just, I was pausing and rewinding and was constantly. And this was, it wasn't that I was all constantly pausing and rewinding, but it was just like, I was trying, trying to just to do a up. general note to keep a general flow of what to talk about. I probably could have just let it all go, but uh, right. I didn't want to just talk shit without bringing up, you know, no, that's something that will be but perfect like, for reference points, but holy to, shit. Yeah, try and do an ancient alien style yeah. word for word quotes. Last week's episode, it was like one page of notes. It was just like yeah, general yeah. reference points. It was easy to remember everything William Henry was talking about, but uh, man, oh man, this was, and because he Nori, doesn't really talk about Toth, and he doesn't really talk right. about the Anunnaki. Well, he just rambles. But he's also always talking about them because, it, and he's no. like, once once he goes back, like he always goes back to. And remember, you know, Toth is one of these Anunnakis. He was actually one of the Atlanteans that I just talked about too. Right. And it's like, right. and that's it's a like, fact. It's, it's like Toth is everything and nothing. So then it's right. like, okay, you know. So but, Toth is basically this like stork-like looking Egyptian god. Yes. The right. Ibis beaked um, Egyptian god is the most common and he's, uh, depiction of Toth's right. incarnation. And Billy claims that it's not that he was a bird creature, but that he brought from darkness into light, knowledge, oh God, yeah. power, all these things. So he was like how the ibis has to eat out of the mud. He has to put right, his beak way down the in the mud and bring his food from the depths. And so right, it's more right. symbolic saying that, you know, that he brings what is in the darkness to light. You know, that's really what it was. He wasn't actually a bird man. <laughs> right. right. <Okay. laughs> um, and then, uh, wait, now I just lost. Uh, my point um but anyways yeah just that he's Who this godlike cre- creature yeah he, again there's like greek mythology who has the same style characters um but yeah just the the one who helped out humans and he was engineered and told to go spread link this is again the weird part like by enki who is the sumerian like father god right, basically he was like to educate all of humanity and teach yeah. them language and teach all these things after I'm the like, great flood receded enough right. too. So when we're in the fifth cycle and, and what Billy Carson's yeah, yeah, trying Yuga, to do Yuga is cycle. stop. <laughs> he's, he's trying to raise a question. Do we even need to have cycles anymore? Can we right. just be in an elevated cycle? So he's yes. going to save all of this dimension, birth right. universe, whatever. Yes. Um, Cause he'll save things like millions of years and then also shorten two thousands. And yes. I don't know why, cause he's like something <laughs> that millions of years. So, you know, like over like 10,000 years, this happened. I'm like, where are you getting these numbers? What are you talking about? You just went from millions to thousands yeah, and exactly. small thousands. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and how are you going to stop this cycle? Right. Because again, this is where it comes into well, the, the third dimension is just a 3D representation of knowledge transferring in and data passing through. And that's fact. And, um, you know, so we're just talking to ourselves. And here's a quote. And then he'll quote something that means yeah. to know <laughs> oneself is to know another right, right. or something. Um, yeah, I have that just later. Like, it's like Mecca Lekahai, Mecca ho yeah. or something. <laughs> uh, this is also three for three so far with probing Gaia uh, pieces of content where it ends with the people who are in the content and made the content basically telling the viewer people like us are going to be the ones that bring this the world into right. its uh, enlightened state in the future. And it's this, it's this weird self hero worshiping kind of thing, right. you know? And it's, and it's, if you believe that you're doing positivity for the world, that's good, but it's all, all manifesting. Of these, 
Yes. And all of these have come off as very narcissistic. I, I will give it to like Ram Das from the first uh, episode we did. Not so much. It was more the guy, Jamie, who was, you know, jerking him off throughout the entire right, thing. Right. It's just all new age stuff. Who directed right? it things. was, yeah. it was very self indulgent and douchey yeah. for the most part. Because but. they're not using the woke term as in like, Oh, you're woke and you were non-offensive. They're using it woke as in I'm red pilled and, and I yeah. know the reality. And <laughs> if we all band together, then our, enough of our, our brain waves will change reality right, right? kind of like the cat episode in sandman right oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. the cat <clears throat> the humans don't want to be prey and food for the cat so they all think and dream hard enough that then they change right. reality and then they're the ones in powers and the cats yeah are not and the only way the cats can reverse it is if enough cats get red pilled basically right. and then rally all, together and yeah. all believe and then can switch it. And that's all these people are doing, right? They're like, yes. we all, we're all together secretly knowing this and then why it's forbidden knowledge. Um, and can all <laughs> no. think, it, but it's enough. these yeah. forbidden yeah. knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Is that <laughs> how many bottles of just for men you have in your hair? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God. Um, nope. not even nope. touch nope. a gray. Nope. Yeah. It's like fucking maple syrup. Right, right. Or, or motor oil. <laughs> um, yeah, you got oh, you got change oil in there, Pops, yeah. huh? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just all of that, right? Like art because he's like, so you manifest, you think of a, a phone, and then you tell oh, a designer, yeah. and then the phone becomes reality. You manifest it. I'm like, no, you had to know who to talk to, what to yeah. yes. You thought of something and turned it into reality. Sure. Yes. But you didn't. That's not how you're generally using the term or how people believe that yes. term works. <laughs> I I like equally when he was explaining that I was like, this is like equal parts fucking stupid douchebaggery, like bro science, like bro new age stuff. Right. But, all, but then at the same time, I was like, I guess that is kind of a interesting way to think about it. It's like this did start as a thought and then it became two dimensional when somebody drew it mm-hmm. on a piece of paper. Then right. it became three dimensional when like a prototype was made, and then it became a reality based. What he he kept like, he said, "There's a consciousness based platform." When you think of the idea, it's a consciousness based platform. Then it's a two dimensional platform, and then it's a three dimensional, and then right, it's a reality right, right. based platform. But uh, I was just, yeah, it's it's like all of these. There was not a single thing that he said where I was like, like, oh, that's a really good point, and then that was it. Everything was a complicated reaction to everything right, right, he said. Right. Um, the intro to also this, uh, we should say this is on a long running series or, I mean, I don't know how long cause they don't put the years, but a very voluminous series on Gaia that George Norrie hosts, uh, called beyond belief. And so each episode has a different guest. Uh, the format of the show is kind of weird where like it's, it's self promoting Gaia within the show, like other mm-hmm. content on Gaia in the show. Um, which actually was interesting because. That lady that did the um, uh, Ancient Mysteries, I actually wanted to watch that next because that lady, I was looking into her, she is both a PhD physicist and like a mystery school magician. And I was like that, mm-hmm. and, and I was watching some of the clips and it was like literally breaking down, kind of like Penny Royal shit where like she's like, she's more on the new age side of it, but she's like breaking down, okay, like uh, you hear the term, we live in a holographic universe, but what the fuck is even a hologram? Why could there be multiple dimensions? She's like showing you like almost the science of these quantum theory kind of new age belief things. 
So I put that on the list maybe for next time. But um, but uh, anyway, the intro to the show is kind of a ripoff of Ancient Aliens. It's just a bunch of like, but also I, maybe Ancient Aliens is a ripoff of all this shit and we don't know. I don't it's know. all but, yet uh, tied together. Um, at the beginning, he promotes that he is making a, quote, box office level movie uh, with right, Damon right, Dash right, Productions. Right. And I looked up and Damon Dash has produced some actual real movies over the years. But this movie had an IMDb entry in 2021, but I could not find the movie itself. Right. So I maybe, well, again, maybe he COVID like he's fucked it up or, and, and has fancy cars and wealth yes. and, and he manifested it all. Cause it, like, that's all his Instagram, especially forbidden knowledge is like, look at, I have an attractive wife. I have kids. Yeah. I have money. I have these cars and I built myself up from nothing. It's like, yeah, cause you're a sleazeball, not right. cause you and, mentally and, brought it to life. Like, and sadly he's talking about, the same exact thing that like gangster rappers would talk about back in the day about how everything is about got to get money, got to get girls, yeah, got to yeah, get yeah. nice yeah, cars. It's all this like greed that's, element. That's, that's another form of manifesting healthy. is just being greedy yeah. and showy with your wealth. Kind of right, right, right. Hustling and stuff. And yeah. It's, it's not like, like, Oh, you're in tune with nature and the world. Like, you right. should not care as much about yeah. those things. He's wearing uh, a tuxedo, like well, a, with he, a tie every t- where he goes. Like again, you know, he like, looks like <laughs> one of the greasy, um, like reverend guys from like an eighties, like the house party exactly. movies or whatever. Cause yeah, he's yeah. just like coming to America. To- or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a total, he's a total sleazeball just visually. Yeah. And then when you listen to him, yeah. This show also seems either like written or heavily edited. It was like the, the cutting well, was just weird. Cutting them yeah. softball. Like they, yes. yeah, they definitely knew what they were doing going into it. Cause yeah. George Norris just propped up there on God knows what painkillers <laughs> exactly. mumbling questions every <laughs> 15 minutes, probably. Uh, so that sounds good. Yeah. What about this? And he just, what, then just, what kind of creature is go. this? <laughs> like, like I would definitely love to watch more of these. Cause it's yeah, not his sure. show, like the radio yeah, yeah. show, which Nori took over and then probably destroyed at this coast point. To coast yeah, coast yeah. to coast was like actual <laughs> interviews and things where right. Nori's just like, wow, yeah. cool. Wow. Like yeah. not, it's, He's like a vessel for like audience, like dumb audience questions or something like that. Uh, His next question was, Billy, did he have a lifespan? (laughs) Well, well, that's a, again, how old was he would be a more interesting question. Like, was he normal? Like whatever. Billy goes to this whole thing where the reason I thought this was an interesting theory where he's like the reason that gods, that aliens uh, become different the forms of different gods incarnated in different regions at different centuries is because they constantly have these avatar bodies right <laughs> which literally he's ripping off the movie avatar even though he's trying yeah. to be general but he there are regeneration chambers apparently under the great pyramid come into the back to chamber <laughs> uh uh possibly in the big void uh that oh that was news too sorry quick side note because the void in the great pyramid was mentioned in this episode as possibly being either the site of the regeneration chamber or the site where the original emerald tablets are actually held right today on the shitter i i read an article from like last week or the week before where the first photos of the great void were released to the public mm. and it literally is not that i'm trying to be shitty i was actually disappointed According to that photo, where you can technically see from one side to the other, it's just nothing. It's it's a chevron-based um, archway. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a chevron-based archway with yeah. bricks, and there seemingly is. It looks very clean. Like is this like nothing a in sonic there. photo, or someone jammed a camera down there and took they a finally long drilled through finally enough, enough to get a real camera in there, like a okay. 4K camera? Okay. So 
um, more photos, but there, there was the one photo in the article that I could yeah. find was just of nothing. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it was it was interesting because it was like shut down all the theorizing that he and George were doing towards the end of the episode about right, visas right. and everything. But uh, anyway, um, but uh, they so they keep reincarnating themselves in these different. They keep just transferring their consciousnesses to different you know bodies as time goes. So one of them gets old. He goes way too deep in this. He's like, they either right. throw that body away or they regenerate it for another hundred years again. And then they go into it later. I'm like, whatever. Okay, fine. Interesting idea that, that, that these gods could all be like the same handful of gods that are just appearing in new Psycho. incarnations yes. or whatever. Right. But, um, and George goes, isn't that what we're trying to do with, with cryogenics right now, Billy? <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, we're beyond that now. Microsoft is creating DNA hard drives. Did you know that? And then George goes, oh boy and <laughs> like also two for three episodes anti-ai uh right. folks oh, yeah, on yeah, gaia yeah. <laughs> billy and george clearly anti-ai as right. well and no and, i like it you just gotta be careful what's gonna yeah. happen <laughs> <laughs> um uh and he so billy has written a book on the emerald tablets right. which are a real thing but he says that he's read them and like had access to it whatever he says that he was breaking nasa news stories <laughs> right, but right. He's right. like, I went to USA or you know NASA.USA.gov, and you know you saw that I've been in the news. No, I've been in the news multiple times with that, that kind was, of stuff. Um, I looked another, it up. That's can't a, find him anywhere. There's another account I follow where that's all they do is they post because that's one of the things he talked about. I think at Alien Anomalies. Kind of Contact <laughs> was how they were they were paying people and downloading thousands of images from NASA. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, and yeah, scrubbing yeah. them for anomalies and then publishing it. them. Um, yeah. I can't next time I see it pop up on Instagram, but I think I followed that account cause it's not forbid okay. knowledge, but it's like, I feel like you've thing. sent me something at least once yeah, from there yeah. too. But yeah. So, um, yeah, that I can't remember what it's called, but he's definitely involved in something where they're trying to, yeah. re, you know, scrub all the photos. Cause like they take millions of photos. They can't scrub all those photos. There's right. going to be shit in there. So we go in there and we scrub them and then right. find out, you know, little nuggets. Uh, also real quick from Sir Dubbingsley. Sir Dubbingsley almost went to bed. Uh, but then he said, Tom DeLong posted a new video today. He gave us the Reddit link. So I'll have to watch oh, that there we go. in a little while. But uh, thank you, Mr. Dumbly. But um, uh, he says in the Emerald Tablets, there's a lot of similarities between what Thoth said about how to act as a human and what Jesus said about how to act as a human. Like their words overlap. And he's like, and it's in my book. You can read it in my book, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, his, really, his name was Jeshua. Uh, he adds that right. in with, again, no, like George didn't go, oh, really? How did how did you know he has a different name than G? Like right. all this kind well, of how shit. How did you know he was real? Yeah. <laughs> um, he does. He's not the originator of this theory, but he does talk about how there's a theory that Jesus went, traveled far to the east to learn from the kind of Buddhist and mystery schools back then how to do healing magic, like Reiki magic, basically. Right, right. And that's where his, that's why he was gone for 21 years from age 12 to age 33. Right, right. In the Bible, he's just like absent, right? There's no stories of any of those teenage or early 20s years, right? So, yeah. uh, which uh, we just watched a documentary on Tubi called Creating Christ, and it's oh. very interesting as well. Oh, um, interesting. Similar to, but more research and, and, uh, not as crazy as like the the god who wasn't there or whatever. Oh yeah, I did. Um, I, th I think you recommended that to me a long time ago. Or I think something, we watched but, it. Yeah, because it was like yeah. that was pseudo Richard Dawkins. But um, yes, 
creating Christ. Yeah. So like they talk about how basically the Romans created Christianity to quell the fighting Jewish rebellions. Oh, interesting. And they tie all the symbolism together and they go to the Makes perfect sense. I believe it just from what the, you said. the Flavians <laughs> of the flavor town, yeah. uh, how they were involved. And it's, it, it's a really interesting, it's like two hours, but okay. they go from like the, the basically the 40 to 50 years after when Christ, because they're like, whether Jesus was real or not, doesn't matter. They pretty much, took his whatever this story is right, and right. built a story. Because there's a lot of evidence um, for a historical man named Jesus at, of Nazareth at that time. But right. again, the question is, was, sure, fine, but did he do any of the Anything. things that yeah, yeah. the stories say he did? You yeah, know? yeah, it was, it was good. Um, okay. Creating yeah, Christ, you said it was Creating called? Christ, yeah. Hmm. Um, the, uh, they talk about how the paw of the Sphinx does not have the Akashic Records under it. It actually has a huge cavern with Thoth's UFO under there, his spacecraft under there. Um, and he says, uh, apparently about five years ago on one of the science channels, uh, they were going to have a live show uncovering, digging under the paw of the Sphinx on live television. And then they just psh, canceled it. And George was like, why do you think they canceled it, Billy? Like, it's like, right, it's like right. he's a little kid from the fifties saying like, golly right, gee right. whiz. Like, yeah. you know, and, and uh, he goes, he goes, I think someone higher up said just, you know, Hey, we're going to go in there ourselves and look at, and I'm like, you, but again, and and George just goes, gosh, that's so fascinating. I wonder why. Right. Like, you got to be critical of, you know, right, like right, Gaia right. so far seems to be very much like, you know, it's, I mean. Well, you don't want to ask a question because then you look like an asshole. Exactly. It seems to be uh, chronically open-minded with its people. Like, like they, they right. do not censor anything their own people want to say on there, right. uh, which is fine. That's totally fine. challenge but. anything. Even but, just a but question nothing doesn't is challenging. challenging. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, oh, he, he, George asks, even though they've already established this like 20 minutes ago, was Thoth an alien, Billy? It's like, they right. fuck, yeah, he fucking, they just talked about their, his Oops. UFO yeah. right, was under right. the, the paw of the Sphinx, you know? Um, and, and this is where Billy is uh, saying the origin of Thoth and his people and Atlanteans and the Anunnaki. He's like, he's like, now I've read thousands of tablets and stones, and I think there was a big war in the Pleiades. Like a lot of these, you know, Crawford references, they all talk about this war in the Pleiades up there. It's in the Bible. It's in the, and I'm like, Where? it's in the Bible. And I think they're refugees here. Some of them went to, to, to Orion. Some of them went to Sirius. And then some of them crash landed on uh, Nibiru, right? And he's like, and I don't think, he always has to plus up every common theory with, and right, I don't right. think Anunnaki were only from Nibiru. I think that was just one of the planets they crash landed. I'm like, okay, right. whatever, man. Right. But, um, Where's they're very the... pro Zachariah Sitchin. Oh yeah. Uh, even though there's some lies about him late in life, yeah. uh, that's all been disproven. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. George <laughs> says something like, I know poor guy, like something to that effect right, or whatever. Right, it's right. like, fuck off. <laughs> but, um, I, but th this is where I was like, God, like Billy does have names and specifics down pat, like crazy that's amount the dangerous of, thing and uh, to the point where he seems not as a negative. He seems like he's on the spectrum because right. he can just fucking list and rattle shit off so right. specifically, you know, he does a little bit of like, like you were saying, like filibustering or just kind of not umming and awing, but he keeps talking. So you don't think oh, he's he umming and awing, but that's, that's what saying. he is he doing, you know? Words. Yeah. Instead of that. Yeah, exactly. It just, um, Oh yeah, and there was a uh, they uh, they ask they're talking about Atlantis, and apparently Atlantis he's mixing Atlantis with the people of Earth story in general from the Hebrew from the Old Testament, and saying that certain Atlanteans who were also Anunnaki, they wanted a slave race, so instead of because they wanted those resources, not only gold, it was this another plus up thing. It wasn't only gold; it was this and whatever. 
Um, but he said, oh, this was the one actual thing that made me ponder something more interesting, which was that he doesn't tie it till later when they're talking about AI, but he says the Atlantean slash Anunnaki specifically made hominid organic slave race because if it was AI, AI would just take them over eventually because they they would get smarter. So it's like, it's like at least, uh, you know, hominid, an organic creature would be easier to control (laughs) and would evolve much slower. So, which was interesting, but, uh, uh, anyway, some of the Atlanteans were pissed off that some of the other Atlanteans were fucking their, uh, their, their, uh, interbreeding right. with their clone well, kind of slave what, uh, race. William Henry was worried about <laughs> <laughs> with those super sexy, right. uh, androids, uh, from the cover of like wire magazine and stuff. But, um, and this is, and George is like the Nephilim, you know, and that's what right, the right. Nephilim were apparently what caused God to go, Hey, this is an evil race. I got to cleanse humanity, blah, blah, blah. So, right. um, George asks if Thoth's, Thoth's ship was Noah's Ark. And he says he thinks it was, he thinks it was a DNA bank, not a yeah, literal classic, Ark, whatever. Again, not Fine. original. Yeah. He's, he says, you have to remember Thoth and Enki were master geneticists. I mean, you know, they, they, they repot. He's like, there's even a one passage in the Sumerian text where they say they are fashioning a lamb because lambs weren't on the planet yet. And what I'm like, again, all of these things are so twisted and skewed. <laughs> Right. Um, to fit his narrative. Well, also, the he he starts saying that the avatars that Thoth and his his ilk would regenerate into were actually called sleeves. Right, <laughs> so right. He's like they just get another sleeve out, they put their consciousness well, in there, and it just made me think of flesh. That, rights, so well, that too. But um, there was that show with um, season two had the Falcon guy in it, but season one, um, it was on Netflix. It was kind of like Blade Runner esque. Oh, I never really watched it. I know what you're talking about. He was yeah, like yeah. a cop kind of thing, but brought yeah, yeah. back. And cause Eric you, watched that. Step yeah, because then your, uh, your, your conscious lived in a disc. Right, right, right. And then right, right. they would call that a sleeve, like the body, because then oh. you get a new sleeve. So mm. he definitely stole it from that. Because that show, show, I think, was on around 2019, 18 or oh, something. Oh, for sure, like at least. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and what was I going to say? Oh, and then also just the fact that how do you translate, right? Like that's a right. big issue with the Bible in general too. But these ancient texts, how are you translating from this language to English and mm. getting the context? Because even today, if you took a book from Russia, you can get two versions, right? A literal translation where it's word for word or another version where it describes the paragraph you just read. Exactly, yeah. Because um, when you say like, and sometimes the translator mixes both and puts their own flair on what they're interpreting well, as the translation the problem, too, right? right, right yeah. Because right. um, even just Spanish, right? We say, "Oh, mi amor," like you have to yeah, say, yeah. "Well, that means so does corazón. Uh, so does Morticia Adams, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, well, you're that's your heart, but it means love, but it's deeper, and, and right, then, right, so right. you have to describe what that phrase means, even yes. in the context, right? It's not exactly, just yeah. word for word. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's an entire sub, um, area of study in our medieval and Renaissance fighting manuals because the translation is kind of everything. (laughs) And so to the point where most of the time we, if available, we try to get multiple versions or multiple translations of the same manual and read all of them. And so that we can compare and, and sometimes if it's cryptic, hopefully, hopefully find clues in the in the multiple different examples you know what i mean because some of the older manuals are in rhyming couplets in middle high german and it's like 
So the words technically you can translate really easily, but that doesn't give you any context necessarily for what they're trying to say. So, um, uh, oh, this is where George fucking talks about the former NASA employee sending him shit. Uh, oh, hey, Steve, have you ever wanted to go to to move That's to Venus out. and go to church to a Christian church? Because Billy says you can. Right. Uh, you can he says too. They have found a temple that he knows is a temple somehow with a cross. Oh, those are apartment buildings. Yeah. Despite the, and I'm not saying that Venus never had people on it, but the image, I went and looked up those images and like he mentions an account. I went there mm-hmm. or mentions a guy's name. There was one or two news stories. The insanely pixelized pictures they have are mostly showing what to me clearly looked like volcanoes. And Venus is one of the most, if not the most volcanically active mm-hmm. planet in the solar system. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of weird peaks and valleys and whatever. So maybe the volcanoes there are sharper or this, but like when you only have a Minecraft level of pixels on these images from the, I think it's the Magellan satellite, yeah. something that could be round might look pix like square shaped or, you know, what I mean? like might look more orderly than jagged rocks with little points and the, you know, so it's, yeah, that was really dumb. Um, oh, this is where George tells his fucking, I can't wait to see these documents. Uh, they show a clip <laughs> of, a show on Gaia called Ancient Civilizations. Yeah, Cockney Collins is on this show. It looks it looks yeah, just like Ancient Aliens. The shows in this <laughs> yes. episode. It's like weird, well, yeah. right, and that's where it seems almost like a children's show. It's like, well, let's look at this clip from. It's like a weird mix of a kid show and like a Johnny Carson show, like a late night talk show or something. Um, and Cockney Collins is is kind of rambling on about like the communal spheres that are mentioned. And that's supposedly what drove the, the divine design of the universe. And that those communal spheres are worked into the design of the pyramids, which I don't, again, they didn't show a clip saying how they know that or whatever. Like that's, that's not something that I read was mentioned in the foreman's notes that were found the last few years. Cause I read those, I read multiple of those articles because it was fascinating and there was nothing about like communal spheres or these documents or image or whatever. I don't know. But, um, but uh uh so george is like how did toth figure all of that out and how to build that that pyramid and he's like billy's like oh he did everything he did everything he had a, he he had a full 3d scan of the earth because you would only know all this bullshit if he had a, he had, a, he had an advanced mathematical uh, computer somewhere you know you know processing all this math he had a north south satellite and then he goes in like a five minute explanation of how you can only 3d scan the whole world with the north south satellite as opposed to the equator using like, technology <laughs> and and again big words of like yeah. oh see then he had this and then the, so again if you're just like yeah i guess that makes sense but it's like wait sure yeah. where did you where, yeah. why does he have to have that where did you find that i mean i've read what thousands of scripts about? i've done i've done a lot right, of research right. okay on this i did a lot of research right. uh and so thought thought basically billy is painting him as like the original like guy in the chair playing right. minecraft and designing like <laughs> the yeah, pyramid, yeah. the great pyramids and stuff um uh out of the blue, George just goes, Billy, what and who are the Dark Brothers? <laughs> You're looking at him. No, but uh, uh, they they are the cause of the fall of civilization throughout the entire universe. These are, if if anyone's ever played the Mass Effect trilogy, these are the Reapers who are these, a- these super advanced AI race of aliens that every 50,000 years come to Earth and come to plant different planets and just wipe them, reset them back to their evolutionary primitive state, basically, because that's how the universe can stay in balance or whatever. That's that they're like the main baddies, but same exact fucking bullshit. Uh, Billy goes, I mean, it's almost like star Wars, you know, it makes you wonder where George Lucas got his ideas. From. 
<laughs> and then George is quietly, Billy's still talking, and George just goes, the force. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yeah, cracking. He mumbled that a couple times, I think, right? Yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah, the force. <laughs> cool, man. Um, uh, and this is where he starts talking about QAnon shit. Like, they're, they're controlling us like puppets. They're the ones who are the they live uh you know it's, right, the, it's right. literally the plot of they live where they're the ones that are distracting us with all of this commercialism and materialism so that we don't see that it's really them we should be fighting and right, don't right. but don't worry people like us george are the ones fighting them by trying yeah. to open people's minds right this is where he goes then into we're in a silver age comic right now and we're going to get into a golden age comic i guess even which is where older. life cycles, <laughs> yeah, life cycles are going to extend. And I, I added the comic book thing, oh, sure. but uh, um, it made me think of like, yeah, just fucking superhero shit. But uh, right. this so, we're well, talking about like ten thousand years. The Mayan Yuga cycles from the right. Mayan calendar, right? And uh, yeah, sometimes he said tens of thousands. Then he's like, I mean, these period, these cycles last hundreds of thousands of years or millions. And I'm like, okay, yeah, which yeah, one yeah. is it? But right, right. Um, when but he, he said uh, these bodies live ten thousand years. Oh yes, yeah, at some yeah, point yeah. Too, right, They're yeah. avatar bodies. They're uh, Navi bodies. Uh, uh, he then says about the Dark Brothers. He's like, uh, and I keep wanting to say the Dark Brotherhood because that's a whole Skyrim quest line, but. Um, he says he's like they're the they're the deep state that we always hear about. There's 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 a hundred families running the entire planet, but there's only a few of them at the top of that mini period at the top that are really running the show and pulling all the strings or whatever. He talks. This is I have never heard of this before. This Agent Smith effect. Oh, have you, have oh, you heard yeah, of that yeah. before? I have not, but that was kind of wild too. He, this is an entire you know, kind of like the movie. I'm like, no, exactly the movie. You fucking yeah, kind of like the Matrix. Like he smiles while he says, it's yeah, like, I'm that's like, literally no, a that's, character from yeah, the movie. That, this what you're describing is based on the movie, and how you described it is from the movie. So it's not a kind of sort yes. of coincidence. It's a literal copy that yes, people probably just made up after seeing the movie. Like, oh yeah, that probably happens in real life, man. When they because we're just data projected into a 3D model. <laughs> It, well, uh, and like the William best Henderson. is like when, when he's like, you know, this happens when you, you know, you go from talking about TV shows to how 9 a conspiracy and didn't happen. And then they're, all they're these poisoning other our things. food. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? And Billy and is literally Smith. Yeah. And then they zone out and then they don't. Yeah. I don't remember telling you you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> literally Billy Carson. I don't think he invented this, but Billy Carson is promoting a completely wild, overly complicated theory about how reality works to explain the old cliche of, hey, don't talk about war, religion, or politics at the dinner table because people's real opinions come out and it causes awkward relationships with people. Right. And foundational so, things. Right. And so, sure, if you like, if you like, if you if you're close with someone, long-term friends, lovers, parents, family, whatever you can, but even still. It's 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 saying, hey, these are the most sensitive subjects that people tend to talk about are war, politics, religion. He is saying that the Dark Brothers are manipulating human, like possessing humans to as if Agent Smith entered a matrix, you know, projected body. Because the uh, people then will always, he's like, it's almost like something takes them over. It's like they're being possessed because they, they try to steer the conversation back to more comfortables. And I'm like, 
you're talking about people just being awkward sometimes around certain subjects. You well, know? And, and that's where he was saying, though, like, if you talk about the real shit, like 9-11 being fake, exactly. that's really when this happens. I'm like, right. whoa, because whoa, that's even different than just having a talk about politics. Right? Sure, <laughs> sure, like, sure. But I'm like, saying oh, like yeah. he's, when, he's when saying you like if you challenge if you, reality. Right. It's like, but you could say 9-11 would be talking about a war and politics style realm thing as a conspiracy. So that's what my point is just that. Yeah. He's, he's trying to explain people's awkwardness with, uh, what we could say is fringe politics or fringe war theories or whatever, by saying that the secret deep state government possesses your mind to remotely, to steer a conversation back to consumption. And it's like, it's so fucking crazy as opposed to just right. eh, people might think you're a little crazy. If you talk about that, maybe don't bring that up. Cause it's awkward, you know, whatever. Right. But, uh, and then George then answers that whole thing with oh, Billy, you must have a PhD in ancient technology. How do you right. know right. all this stuff? <laughs> like, again, a weird edit or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, and he, and he just is like, he's like, humble no brags. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he humble brags he's like he's like oh i just do i just i've been researching this since 1977 i'm like since you were like four apparently right, i guess right. uh and his research means because in the beginning he says when i was a little kid i was growing up next to this private airport in miami and i would see the difference between planes and other craft that weren't planes and i'm like i guess right. that's when your research started when you were a kid well, and then he things, knew, but... yeah he researched all of avionics and how right. planes work and technology and at his local library so I pretty much invented and supported the balsa wood planes that they gave you after the dentist. If you were a good boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I invented all kinds of different rubber bands that could spin up and, and really give it whirly bird, just that kind of extra zip it needs. And then, you know, when the uh, fly to the wood, uh, you know, those are taken down from ancient Mayan temple uh, right. trees that just live outside of the Akonda and, and those whip around and they have an energy and that taps into the, the, the marshland of Florida. Cause it's all connected. You know, the ocean's right. ocean and the Caribbean sea is how you be, you know what I mean? And it's just like, what? The Yukonda is the Yukonda. Conda, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is that could be like a, I mean, I guess a porn star or something. The, U- the Uganda <laughs> Anaconda or something like that. But, <laughs> old wrestler. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, and then Billy, sorry, George then goes, Billy, what are cymatic frequencies? Again, these are all just like these pre-written oh, questions yeah, that time. he makes. Yeah. Uh, and he says, I'm not even going to imitate him. He says, it's the frequencies that jingle matter into existence. So I'm like, okay, like, I get, but he's, he, and he tries to say that like, he's like, he's like, we don't know, you know, they, like Thoth and his, and his friends, like they weren't always like going down and building bricks and whatever. They would find these, these cymatic frequencies that actually it's tied to string theory. Then he explains string theory in a weird way. And how they play the can, music and it changes shapes of the stuff. Right. Exactly, and all that. Yeah. 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 And now the, the, this documentary they show, actually looks kind of interesting it's the it's hans jenny's cymatics which is from the 70s uh maybe if that's on guy or something we can watch that but it's all about how sound frequencies are like tesla said too right like einstein said it too sound is the basis of all form and shape of matter because the frequencies it's vibrating on dictate what shape yeah, you can change yeah i feel like i learned that in college i think i watched yeah. or we did some tests or something because the old the documentary they're showing the clip of is showing the cool like the sand plates where right. you put these frequencies it creates an orderly thing or like a, like a more complicated it's that that shit is really cool great but well, even on the the mini log there there's the square the different types of waves and the shape right uh right exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Flavor it's shape. pushing it right yes 
Um, just says, and, oh, and this shit. is, oh yeah, Billy, Billy goes on this rant here. He goes, so, and like, I'm paraphrasing, but still quoting him. He's like, he's like, so when you see all this, you see that sol- solidity is an illusion and separation is an illusion. And when you understand that we're all one, I am another you or Ella Keck Ella, Ella Keck Ella Kim. And I'm like, George didn't even go, what language is that? He just fucking busts out Ella Keck Ella Kim. Uh, there's only one real consciousness that exists and it created trillions and trillions of consciousness to, to experience what it's like to be human. We're just basically on a data collection mission here that all goes back to one so, source. Yeah. And again, it's like, so Toth uh, made this then or who now, right, again, yeah. now you're drifting into what is, is Toth that another one of those or is he the guy right, or whatever, right, you right. know, like, uh, then, then he goes, here's where he goes into the fucking cell phone thing that we already talked about before. Um, he talks about how DNA has been found through mod- real science recently. Everything's really recent. Like, like he's on the cutting edge. That DNA, which can hold, you know, so many billions, trillions of terabytes of data or whatever, um, can send and receive data wirelessly right. to other DNA. I, I feel like I heard that before, but I looked it up and maybe I just didn't type in the right question. I couldn't. I, I found a lot about DNA being like a big hard drive, right? Holding lots yeah, of, yeah. of quantum bits. That's fine. He was saying this again, kind of interest on the cusp of something interesting where he's saying like, so the collective of uh, the collective unconscious is all of that DNA transmission data to each other being out in the ether. Right. And that's how we can access. So I'm like, that's kind of a cool thing to go down, but then he just kind of goes away. And then he, and then he says, and that's what the mystery schools were studying before they kind of became dark uh, after. And when Thoth and the other alien gods left, which again, like you always ask, why did they fucking leave? Like, right. right? Like, because then George is like, are they still around Billy? He's like, oh, of course they are. So again, another contradiction there. Like it's, you know, depends on whenever George yeah. asks him, but um, he's bragging a lot too about how he's traveled to places in person specifically. Right. <laughs> well, I visited in person. I was there, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, even, even Hitler went around the world looking for ancient texts on technology and, uh, and, uh, and oh, that's what he said. He goes, and then we became the fourth Reich, you know, Project Paperclip. I was like, whoa, right, that's right. a little, yeah, right a little yeah. different. Than... Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, would have been a whole yeah, other. We took era. the science, yeah. which could be good. We didn't uh, kill six million people because right. of their race. And, their yeah, cultural try and continue to cleanse. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, they didn't have rockets. Now we got <laughs> rockets. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, now there's an old saying, Billy, called uh, that says, "As above, so below." What does that mean? <laughs> this is almost like a Charlie Rose show or something. Yeah. Like, you know, what does that mean to you? Like or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Billy thinks that, and he's not the only one that thinks this. He thinks that the universe is a big living conscious being, like he was saying before, and that every living thing is an expression of that consciousness to experience what itself is subjectively and go back. Fine, great. Um, but and he, so he starts saying like you know uh, a supernova looks like when a cell divides and atoms are just like solar systems and uh, when you when you pan out to the whole universe it looks just like a brain cell which I'm like yeah I, I mean I've seen that on like I fucking love science and stuff too right like yeah. that that to me is really cool uh, but it's more that it's it's really fascinating that the order the rules of the universe are the same almost no matter how big or how small you know but then of course once you get to quant- quantum mania. You got Modoc. You got Kang the Conqueror right. down there, and they don't <laughs> follow the rules of anything. <laughs> Did yeah, you watch Quantumania? It was only not, the theaters, no, no, right? No, not yet. No, because yeah. that I, I keep seeing memes about how Modoc looked in there, and it it does look like it looks like fucking Thumb Wars and shit like that, mm-hmm. where like they just like superpose and stretch. Because I guess that's the guy from the first movie. The villain from the first movie is who Modoc is. Yeah, he was like okay. I'm trying to think because Modoc stands for something. It's like. 
MOD because he's part of AIM and he runs AIM, I think. And then right, Rodok right. means something else, I thought, but I could be wrong. But AIM definitely is like an organization because they have the AIM soldiers, which are like the yellow like guys. Yeah. And I Me- think Modoc, mental organism designed only for killing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, I knew it like meant because, yeah, he's just like a weird machine thing. Yeah. Uh, the brainchild of advanced AIM. ideas mechanics, which okay. is AIM. Oh, yeah. Modoc has long terrorized Marvel heroes with his computer like mind and psionic powers. Uh, anyway, right. um, he's a classic build a figure from the Toy Biz line of Marvel yeah. Legends. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, oh, this is where they go into, um, you know, we're living in a fractal holograph. I was waiting for him because he's a big, we're living in a simulation hologram right. guy. You know, you know, Elon Musk believes it too. And we're all these yeah. scientists and, and theoretical I mean, physicists Elon. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk. Um, he says the ether of space time are running off of Dinkra codes, the same codes that run search engines and websites. And I thought, don't you mean Dinklage codes? (laughs) The little men that are running around. (laughs) And then it's just the the meme where he's like, because he has the, where he's eating the. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The mouthful, like. (laughs) Um, uh, This is where we get, if you take a little piece of a hologram and look at it, you can see the entire hologram. You just lose the illusion of depth or whatever. I'm like, okay. Uh, And then George goes, he does ask, like, he's so stupid, but he's like a little kid. He's like, does this mean we're not real? <laughs> like he's like almost scared. Uh, and, uh, and Billy's like, no, we're real because consciousness is real and whatever. So whatever, fine. Um, Oh, he talks about the weird um, test that like the government did or someone did. Uh, that where a feedback loop was created with this computer who was supposed to be showing images of various emotional vibes to them, you know, dead babies versus the Grand Canyon versus a delicious sandwich or whatever. And then, but like, as, as time went on, they, the people were changing with their minds, apparently what they wanted to see. And they wanted to see nicer things, not the scarier things. And seven seconds later, it would come up. They would like, apparently write down what they wanted. Like, I don't know, whatever. So, but I mean, it's cool. That's a lot of the shit they talk about on like Penny Royal about like how you can create these quantum feedback loops with things. And it is proven. I mean, real science does show that when massive events like like world altering events have happened, 9-11 or, world, you know, not World War Two, but uh, since the 60s, when the, the this like um, it's like this great random number generator thing, it's like detecting the randomness in the world. It's just constantly producing random number generators with quantum whatever. And whenever those massive events have happened, randomness gets slightly less random. Like it's really interesting. Like the rate of randomness is less, um, which again, that's all quantum kind of field shit and consciousness stuff. Great. Um, but, uh, he's kind of just throwing that out here. I mean, that's, that is a wild thing to talk about. Oh, these people became psychic, right. To be able to change this computer. But again, it's just another little factoid. He's spitting out in 17 other factoids. and You can't really, he doesn't right. go into it enough Keep to be up with anything. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, the third dimension is a projection. And he thinks that we're one of many realities among many related universes. It's like you take the game The Sims, right? How long is it going to be until they create their own AI, create their own game within the game of The Sims or whatever, too? He's like, pretty, you know, they're going to be, they, they're going to have advanced AI. They're going to be going to their jobs. They're going to be having babies, going to parties. <laughs> he said, going to parties. Uh, <laughs> And not knowing the difference, apparently, you know? Yeah, yeah. He said he said something. It is a fascinating thought to think. Like, he says, we're really far from baseline reality. Like, to think that, like, 
whoever the original original people that were self-aware what's their reality like compared to ours assuming we are these like simulations of simulations of conscious mm-hmm. whatever you know um he oh he says he goes now if i took all the space uh from between every atom of everyone on this planet all 7.5 billion people i could fit everyone's mass into less than a sugar cube i'm like okay yeah, yeah. uh that's a lot of calories in that sugar yeah. cube billy <laughs> i like a taste uh, <laughs> uh this was something that was interesting not now but when he first talked about being a black african-american sorry being an african-american um we could be uh, from South Africa. Who, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was saying it was a struggle for him to be open with all of this stuff that he was into because right. he he kind of he said like this is back at AlienCon or whatever he's like you know most most Black Americans are raised Protestant Christian so yeah. it's really tough to like talk about destroying the concept of classical religion with all of this quantum right, consciousness right. kind of stuff um, and then they start they start plugging things he talks about the the chamber of the Anunnaki, whatever the movie he's getting produced, which never really yeah. happened. It seemed like, um, he talks about forbidden knowledge, you know, number four, bid knowledge, his website mm-hmm. slash Instagram account, whatever. And then George says the most insane thing of the whole fucking special. Billy, is there a Nobel prize for science somewhere in there? Right. right. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Dude. Like, come on, yeah, George, yeah, even yeah, you're not that yeah. stupid, but, right. uh, it, yeah, it's his all smile gets huge. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, it's the one uh-huh. time he changes expression. He's like, he's like, well, yeah. a little recognition will be nice. You know, I'm flying around yeah, on my own dime. You know, I'm, doing, I'm yeah. on my own hotels, like whatever, doing all right. that. I'm like, okay. Uh, which I, I want to look into his background. If you can even find a real factual background and see like, if yeah. he just has like wealthy parents or trained? something like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, but, uh, um, well, that too. Yeah. And then the, they finish on a dour note. Kind of makes it positive. <laughs> he goes, now, Billy, are you learning anything about anything destructive in the universe that you haven't told us about yet? And he's like, oh, AI, man. He's like, I think it could be very destructive to the human race. And this is where he says, you know, the Anunnaki chose hominid slaves instead of AI slaves. Yeah. But he says, he says, I mean, Skynet's active right now. Skynet's, you know, listening <laughs> to our thoughts. It's hearing it. I'm like, oh, my God, the Skynet thing. Yeah, uh, but ultimately, movies. it's all just fucking pop culture references. Ultimately, he's hopeful for the future because of people like him and George spreading the word of this whatever okay right so um but yeah very packed episode <laughs> um i think uh it would be more it would be interesting to focus in like i kind of like the again that's why i like the whole penny roll thing is like these guys are going into what how like the questions that we always sit here and go but how does that fucking work you idiot you just said this huge statement how does that actually work Penny Royal and like this lady that they showed the clip of probably not as, as like uh balanced as the Penny Royal guys who were like normal human beings. They're like data scientists, but like I, I was, I wanted to, to watch if you thought it was cool. It's also a little shorter, which would be a nice break after this endless yeah, steaming episode. Yeah. Uh, but that show mystery teachings, it was like episode one or five is or it eight on Gaia or something. It else. is on guy. Yeah. So like there's four seasons I could, but they could, they, they didn't say which episode the clip they show was from, but when I was looking at them, season one, episode five or eight seemed like it could be one of them. Yeah. Or episode one is start kicking the whole thing off. Episode one, season one is literally how does consciousness, how is it a quantum thing, right? Like, let's go into how that works. So we can talk offline, but I think one of those would be interesting. Um, almost doing, again, a little science slash mystery school kind of shit but um but yeah uh that was um got a lot of notes here uh that was uh 
uh, Beyond Belief, George Norrie's Beyond Belief, Thoth and the Anunnaki with Billy Carson. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I don't think we missed anything. Oh, sorry. Real quick. I wanted to get this at the end. Balls Mahoney 6669 said, totally unrelated to the topic, but I haven't heard y'all say shit about it in forever. I think it was Joey. You said he had it, but do you still use the bed thing that pumps cold air under the sheets? Oh yeah. I know super random. I've just always wanted to ask. This is my first time here. Pretty sure I've listened to every episode twice. Um, so I still have it, but since moving in June, we have not, or I have not used it. I found it to be, um, the way I sleep is like what they call it Jack day for whatever. I'm like, I, it's like half on my stomach, but I'm also sideways too. My legs are sideways and kind of spread like this. Yeah. So if I slept like on my back and didn't move all night, I think it would be great. I end up kicking the thing constantly, which wakes me up and scratched my feet a lot. So um, like Sarah doesn't quite move as much. She's kind of a back sleeper. She has like a big uh, ramp that she sleeps on. And um, the, the worst thing about that though, is that she always has skaters and BMXers trying to do tricks off of the right, ramp. Right. Like they're the little ones, the small ones, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, we flips, funny hops, we're trying to be a that. good part of the community here since we moved and whatever. But, um, but no, she, she is, has been wanting to bring it out, uh, for the heat. Cause you can also have it be a heater too, but, we had our whole HVAC system here service. It's really nice. It has two zones and whatever. We haven't really needed it. It's been fine. So um, I would say that if you don't move a lot or if you're single and you like have, you have the whole bed to yourself, a go to bed. town. Yeah. If you yeah. have a big enough bed, yeah, double size bed and you're by yourself or above, go to town with it. Um, it but, and to, to your question, it did work really well. I did find that, um, if you sleep in very light sheets, it'll work better. If you have a heavy, like it will not work if you have one of those weighted Can't blankets. Push enough. Yeah, like if you have one of those twenty-five pound weighted blankets, like my wife does, that air is not going through there. So you have to kind of have light. Those are good sheets. for trapping farts. Then it's yes. Oh, side note. sometimes yeah. she does. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, sorry that took so long. Balls Mahoney. Also, uh, Balls Mahoney is the name of a wrestler that was in ECW in the nineties. Mm. <laughs> Did you watch ECW at all, Steve? Uh, the... Not a ton. Okay. Cause there was like ECW, WCW, and then WCW got into or merged into WWF. And I think ECW did then at some point too. Got it. Okay. I can't remember. Electric Comic is yes. the, what it was stood for, but, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, other than that, let me get some, uh, uh, how's that too loud? Is that good? Yeah, it's good. <sighs> there we go. A little more ethereal. But um, yeah, thanks for chatting with us here at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Make sure you subscribe and like our show. Tell your friends about our show. Uh, and we got probably the next couple weeks here. I mean, we could do next week if we want. We could be doing fucking No Guts, No Glory, but um, uh, our Berserk podcast, this podcast will move to twice a month, and that podcast will be on its own feed, moving to twice a month as well, but um, um, yeah, make sure and follow us on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens, follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens, uh, follow our disc golf content at Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T, P-H-U-K-E-R-Z on Instagram, and then Puttfuckers on TikTok, P-U-T-T-F-C-K-R-S. Uh, uh, make sure and get those two exclusive podcasts every month. There's over 100 full podcasts. There's nothing on 
our Patreon except full podcast. There's an occasional little poll or whatever message, but there is. You're not going to have to wade through. Oh, we posted an image for something this month or what? You know, it's like, right. Nope. The content's the content, which yes. is all down. Full episodes of probing deeper and adventurous ghosts. Uh, also, some old closet knowledge episodes and stuff on there too from back in the day. But uh, lots of content over at Patreon. Even sign up for one month, download it all, and then bounce would be great. But uh, patreon.com slash probingagedaliens and then blackholesupplycompany.com for that probingagedaliens merch disc golf disc and disc golf apparel over at cape and cow collectibles and on the web i said dot com earlier but uh uh dot uh dot dumb uh, uh sorry dot com yeah <laughs> uh forgot about that last week um yeah uh physical location inside cape and cow collectibles in orange county california oh i wrote that differently fountain valley california is in Orange County, over at 9525 Garfield Avenue, Suite C2, uh, Fountain Valley, California, 92708. Uh, other than that, I'm bye! Bye! bye.